Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Video Games Now podcast. It's Rodney, and I'm with Will. Hey, guys. And also with a special guest today, we have East Coast Brian. Hello. Howdy. Uh, I like how that sounded very East Coast. That was very fitting. Not bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brian is going to talk about The Last of Us 2, because he's played how many hours now? Uh, it's it's pushing 30. 24 and a half to complete, and then I'm redoing it on hard mode right now. Jeez. So you're uh, you're hardcore on it right now. Yeah, very much so. Awesome. Uh, and then we're also going to talk about the EA Play, which is not very much talked about, really. Right, Will? It's EA. It's EA. They just teased a bunch of shit, and then it's going to crash and burn when it launches. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Uh, it's in the I'm game. Gonna, yeah. I gotta watch myself for that one. <laughs> uh, then we're also going to talk about the Pokemon Sword and Shield expansion that came out at uh, the Island of Armor and Pokemon Snap was announced. We're going to talk about that as well, and that's all coming up right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. All right, guys. Uh, welcome to the show. So today, uh, like I said, we're going to talk about Last of Us 2, so we'll probably start with that. But before we get to that, we're going to talk about our Gaming Word of the Week this week, which, uh, if I pull up my little table here, is uh, Bullshot. What do you think uh, that is, Brian? It's either a really awesome energy drink or something to do with um, bull private parts. Oh, okay. Uh, what do you think, uh, Will? Bullshot. Uh, I'm actually not too sure. I think it might have something to do with, like, a shooter or something. It is a, uh, kind of a mix of bullshit and screenshot, referring to the misrepresentation of a final product's technical or artistic quality by artificially enhancing promotional images or video footage. That was my third guess. Uh, <laughs> well, we get that a lot, then. <laughs> yeah, we do get that quite a bit. So, alright, uh, let's uh, move on, uh, but before you do that... Make sure you visit our website, videogamesnow.ca, to find all of our content, including our YouTube videos, social media links, and podcast episodes. After the show, leave a review on whatever you listen to the show on to help spread the word about Bullshot. 
finally, consider becoming a Video Games Now patron. As a patron, you get access to the podcast episodes one day earlier than everyone else, as well as discount on our swag store, exclusive stories, and Patreon game days. All right, Brian, let's get right into The Last of Us 2. So what were your first impressions of Last of Us number two? I knew I knew going into it, it was going to be a great game. Um, story-wise, going off the second one, or the first one, um, I knew the second one was going to be, we had, we had places to go. And uh, I just didn't intend for the game to go the way it did and how it played out the way it did and how long it was. Like, that really threw me for a loop. Halfway through the game, I thought I completed it, and I started getting lazy with looting and stuff, and just rushed into it, only to find out I was little—I was literally a little less than halfway through the game. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I was pretty choked. <laughs> so, if you're like me, and you don't have a PlayStation, uh, mm-hmm. and have never played Last of Us, what what does that game entail? Uh, it, it, the biggest thing for me, the reason why The Last of Us stands out for me is visually it looks stunning. Uh, they've really made every major city, um, that's appeared in the games look like it's never been touched by a human in 40 years. Um, and also the stealth aspects in combat are ridiculously smart. Um, you can, you can play through entire, uh, encounters without being seen if you're careful um and you can also get into situations where you can take a hostage to get cover negotiate and uh or you could just play through it very quick and very loud if you want to awesome so yeah you've got, oh, got some options yeah definitely definitely and uh the human aspect is more prevalent in this game for enemies but the infected are still a uh a force to be reckoned with excellent so, what's uh, something like? Is it? Uh, it's a survivalist type game, I imagine. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, bringing up Zombie U, which I brought up a couple of podcasts ago. Uh, my favorite thing about that game was that ammo was so scarce, so you had to decide when there was a bunch of zombies how to kind of take them on with a without using your entire uh, basically <laughs> ammunition supply. Um, I didn't use most of my guns until the end of the game because I was literally getting just rampaged by a full army of zombies and I just pulled out the machine gun that I had two clips for it and just fucking lit them up. Uh, yeah, it was a good time. So, uh, yeah, it- it's, uh, very similar to this game. Uh, uh, the, when I first put pl- my first playthrough, I, pl- I played medium, uh, difficulty and, uh, ammo is still pretty scarce. Uh, it took me a probably, uh, a quarter of the game to get... Uh, enough ammo for all of my weapons and then within one encounter if you you know if you don't know what you're getting into and there's a lot of enemies you can waste it all then and there and then you're you're back to square one and right, right now I'm right. playing it on the hardest difficulty uh, the game offers <clears throat> I've been playing for eight hours and I might have found eight bullets Jeez. wow yeah it's really it's really scarce on uh, survival plus is what it's called all right. Uh, so, what about tell us about the story? Let's uh, break down, kind of without spoiling anything, uh, the story the best you can. Um, basically, uh, the the two main characters from the first game have settled down and they found a, a safe space, and basically they have these routes in which they patrol, uh, keep uh, keep eyes and, and numbers, and they log everything on 
infected, what, how they're moving, um, uh, if, the, if the numbers are getting more increased or, or not, or stuff like that, just to keep their small community safe. And uh, our main characters are part of the lookout and they clear uh, infected from these areas. And uh, a series of events unfold during one of these um, these routes and uh, sets a, a, a journey of uh, revenge in motion that will take you all the way across this country within this game. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. I may, you're making me excited to play it because I'm going to get a PlayStation 5 because everybody has a PlayStation, so why not? And, and I pray they remaster it like they did the first one. They remastered it. Was, that was one of the first games they released for PS4, the remastered version of uh, The Last of Us Part 1. And it was so it's so good. Yeah. So I, I can only hope they do it with PS5. Perfect. I can see them doing it. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to play because uh, I do like survival games and uh, a survival game with stories is actually a perk, so look at that. Excellent. All right, cool. Um, so, is what's the combat like in the game, Brian? Um, I'm trying to think of something I can compare it to. It's uh, it's very like uh, there's a there's a running aspect to it. So if you run at an enemy and you throw a punch, it's gonna be it's gonna have more weight behind it than obviously if you're standing still and you're just trading fists with somebody. You can definitely do that. But uh, it all depends on when you strike how the person's positioned. And it'll, they'll obviously be able to break that and um, attack back at any time. And you just have to be aware of when they're going to do it. And there's a button where you obviously dodge or uh, parry, I think is what it's called. There's a lot of that, but it doesn't tell you when. So you have to learn it on the fly. Um, I'm trying to think of a game I can compare it to. I would say God of War is pretty close. <laughs> Another uh, game Rodney hasn't played. Uh, it's very, it's very, it's very cool. Awesome. <clears throat> All right, cool. Uh, well, uh, yeah. Will, what do you, what do you got on Last of Us Two? Uh, so the first game, depending on how you played, Brian, stealth was a huge thing with the uh, combat. Yeah. Have they changed any of the stealth mechanics for the second? They've made it. They've made it a lot better. Um, there's a lot more you can do. They've added like small elements of like broken glass on the floor. And uh, stuff that you really have to like look in um, and focus your eyes on to actually catch it. But if you step on a piece of glass the wrong way, infected will hear you because they infected rely solely on vision. Whereas if you're going against humans, they don't really notice all that much. But if you have a flashlight on you and yeah. it's turned yeah. on, humans will notice that from farther away and infected won't. So those are two things you have to keep in mind. But uh, they've definitely amped up more things to get you in trouble if you're not careful. Uh, same if you jump into water. Infected will hear that splash immediately. Whereas enemies won't. Like, uh, human enemies won't hear it so much. Yeah. Because the world's yeah. rotting away constantly. And there's always these sounds, so they just get used to it. Okay. Another good thing they've added, too, is when you're going against enemies uh, in a faction. Like, uh, there's many factions in this game. Um, the callouts to people like if you stealth kill one person in this faction someone will come across that body and they'll be like oh my god they killed so and so but they have a name for every every single character you come across so they'll call out this and then once they discover that body everybody's on alert 
so it's harder to play that stealth game. Can you hide the bodies? Uh, no, not... I don't think you can, but I feel like you can. I haven't tried it yet. Um, that would be my one criticism if you can't. Because they, the, 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 the uh, mechanics and possibilities for that is very there. But if yeah. they didn't do it, that's a mistake on their part. Yeah, I think back uh, even to the early Xboxes, uh, even with shooters, hiding the bodies has always been in a game. Yeah, that that's to me very important, especially if you're doing it stealth like this. They've also introduced one new enemy, um, the help uh, with side of man, which is dogs. Dogs are the worst thing ever because they don't rely on so much hearing, but they can smell you, they can sniff you out. So you can't stay in one spot very long if you're playing it stealth. Okay, so they act kind of like a guard dog, eh? Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll track you down and they will rip the throat out of your face. Like, it's happened to me too many times. That's kind of a nice little triangle, though. Uh, so you got you got to watch out f for dogs because they can smell you. You got to watch out for the infected because they can hear you. And you got to watch out for humans because they can see you. Yeah, and, and it's weird because you'll get, you'll get in situations where all three are at play. Um, they'll have infected on uh, inside houses, uh, untouched, just doing what they do. And enemies will be out patrolling the streets, looking for you or looking for supplies, getting ready to take down these houses with their dogs. And you're there just trying to, you know, not be seen, not be heard, not be sniffed. And the game is always pushing you to try to either move quickly or get into a, an altercation quickly. Whereas, you know, if you do, you're going to just die because you're <laughs> often outgunned. So... You have to, you have to, you have to figure out a way to play it stealthily. So, one thing I like to try to do is take with the dogs immediately from a distance, because they are the worst, and then slowly stealth kill enemies, and then work on the infected. That's what I like to do. Um, I like playing the game super stealth, though. I like being able to get through an entire encounter without being seen or heard, but I've yet to pull it off. <laughs> I've always end up going loud at the very end because someone catches me. Yeah, I was just going to actually mention that. Uh, I run into this problem when I play uh, the Far Cry New Dawn. It's like you try to take out a base stealthily and you'll get literally everyone in the fucking base and then the last guy will be like, Hey, you! Like, he'll yeah. just see you. And you're like, fuck. Yeah, I, uh, I love it so much. Uh, playing the first one over again, I played it just before this one. I was able to beat that game in eight hours. Um, and I watched a few cutscenes. The cutscenes in the first game equal six hours of actual time. Um, just the cutscenes alone, so I skipped a lot of those to beat it. Uh, I found out this this game has over 11 hours of cutscenes. That's not gameplay, that's just cutscenes. Jeez. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. I mean, well, that's what made the, f the first one so lovable, I, get, I hear. I hear. I want to say I, I yeah, there's story. A, yeah. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of emotional uh stuff in that story, especially the first one. This game made me cry within 20 minutes, like cuz I have a big attachment to the characters already, so I was yeah. already in when I put it on. Yeah, I I this game made me cry a few times. I've never had a video game do that either. Uh the first video the first The Last of Us was the only game that had ever made me cry, and then its predecessor uh did that three or four times. I cried at the end of Skyward Sword. To be honest, ah, oh, dude, I feel like such a bitch. <laughs> a video game is making me cry. 
No, man. I remember crying. I just don't remember which games did it for me. It's just the emotion. Like, you put so many hours into the game, you become invested in those characters, right? Well, that's, that's it, yeah. So, uh, I heard you say the other day that this is the best game you've ever played. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this one, to me, this is the future of gaming. That sounds ridiculous and a little cheesy to say, but for what I for what I got, like, I've never seen a game do what they did story-wise in this one. I've never seen a game pull off, and I've never seen, um, like, such well good, like, so well done acting, and so much time and effort. I know this game was like delayed. 10 times I, I i pre-ordered it like two years ago and if it was just to fix everything to get the game we have i'm totally okay with it this game was amazing um and i can't think of one game that had me so emotionally invested and also had me so irritated and challenged but wanted to keep playing i've never had a game like that god of war was close this game has god of war beat Wow. Yeah. So, uh, just going down memory lane here, Brian, the last time you were on the podcast was episode 16, where we talked about Spider-Man. 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 So that yeah. also God of War 2? Uh, yes, that too. Um, so, now that they've announced a second Spider-Man for the PSME, uh, what, do you, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I've seen the... Uh, is that the trailer for, that played during the PS5? Is that the same Spider-Man, or is there a different one? Yeah, that's it. It's uh, oh, yeah. Spider-Man Miles Morales. Yeah, they're not looks... calling it Spider-Man Two. They're going off of it being as a spin-off. Well, it is. Like it's it's obviously a part of the Spider-Verse. Um, yeah, different universe. I'm I'm all for it, especially uh, especially right now because of um, there's a very there's a weird thing going on with uh, I find superhero video games. Uh, Marvel's just released the Avengers. That looks okay. Um. I've, I've still to this day, even though the Spider-Man game, the the first one came out, I, I want to say a year ago, maybe last Christmas. Um, I'm still watching gameplay for that, and it looks so much fun. I just haven't gotten around to buying it yet. Um, so I, if if it's anything like that game, I'm 100% for it. Oh, okay. Cool. No. Okay. You uh, watched the uh, the movie. Uh, I remember you and Evan were telling me about it as well. What was it? Into the Spider Verse. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, oh, I think haven't. Evan Evan has, but I haven't seen it yet. It's on my list. Okay. Apparently, for this game, they took a lot of what made that movie so good for being a, a, a sp uh, Spider Verse, not really focused on P uh, Peter Parker for once. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a good idea. Uh, part of the uh, part of the popularity with that movie too was um, the the comic book visuals that were diced throughout the animation. So yeah. hopefully they add that aspect to the video game because I think that's something. Uh, like oftentimes when we get um, a Marvel or even a superhero video game, it often plays out like an action movie. Whereas it would be nice for them to play homage in a weird way to the comic book itself with the, you know, boom, pow punches. I wouldn't keep those in there. I feel like that's been done, but definitely, definitely some type of art um, uh, style or a lens or something they can add on top of the uh, the world itself. Because I think that's what part of the reason uh, Into the Spider-Verse was so popular. I could see that. 
Uh, okay then, well, uh, anything else about Last of Us 2? Uh, buy it right away, everyone. Um, play it, uh, cry, and um, I'm probably going to go right back to playing it after this podcast is done. <laughs> Alright, well, good shit. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing it once I can finally buy a PlayStation, which might take a mm-hmm. while, because uh, uh, Brittany and I talked last night about uh, what's going to happen when uh, when uh, the baby comes. And she's like, you won't be able to play video games very much. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm sad. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's true. I have a lot of friends, and uh, they just uh, put the baby like in their arms or on their lap, and they can still play. Uh, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Uh, I think that'll be a problem for me, because uh, my f- studio's in a garage, so I have to like go downstairs, and there's no man door, right? So... Yeah, yeah. I, I think that'll be a slight problem for me. I think you'll end up just taking a hiatus from from video game playing for maybe a year or two. Uh, the first years of, you know, children are are time consuming and laborious. Whereas uh, once you know they can walk around and once they fall down and they don't hurt themselves as much, um, you know, they're okay. I have a I, I play with one of my friends back from back east. He's got two. And, uh, he's on it quite frequently. Yeah. Well, you, you, you know my wife. She's a fuck crazy person. Uh, okay, <laughs> so, uh, why don't we move on here to the next topic? Uh, I can't, I can't believe it's been a hundred, basically a hundred episodes since you've been on the podcast, Brian. It's weird, yeah. I thought we were friends. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Uh, okay, so let's talk about EA Play. Not, not a whole lot to talk about here, but we got to get it out of the way, right, uh, Will? Yeah, EA Play finally uh, gives their uh, next uh, event, uh, if you can call it that. Uh, everything's live this year, so we're not really getting what we used to with e, uh, E3, but uh, they started it off with uh, Apex Legends. So, too bad we don't have Bradley for this one, though, huh? <laughs> yeah, it seems to be his thing. But... Yeah, so Apex is coming to the Switch and Steam with full crossplay. I don't even. Does Bradley have a Switch? I think he does. I think he has. What? Uh, he has an Xbox, a PS4. Like that's that's standard, except for with me. Yeah, and I don't actually. Have we ever talked to him about anything Nintendo? Uh, I think we he did a Pokemon podcast with me once because you were unavailable. Okay. Hmm. But uh, yeah, I can't remember if he has a Switch. I think he does. Bradley, Discord us. Yeah. Let us know if you have a Switch. And then add me on Pokemon. Oh, dude, fuck. We'll get into this in a, in a second. But uh, I played uh, my first online Pokemon battle last night. I got oh, no. fucking whooped, dude. <laughs> I got fucking whooped. So so my whole strategy revolves around my Quillfish goes out first, uses Toxic Spikes, and then Spikes, and then just uses Minimize. And just basically they can't hit him. And then they, the first the first one uh, is just having so much trouble, and then I eventually kill them with Aqua Tail. And then, uh, he's supposed to die. He's a, basically a throwaway after the tox- toxic spikes and spikes, right? Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, I switched to Colossal, who's a fire and rock type. He, he uses stealth rock. So, dude, toxic spikes, spikes, and stealth rock are all stacked now. Fucking, <clears throat> right? Yeah. And, uh, and then he uses reflect, so now all, all their physical attacks do half damage. And then I just fucking destroy the first Pokemon, and then the second one comes out, and then basically they're fucked, right? 
but yeah. my fucking quillfish died in one hit to this one guy. I'm like, what the fuck? So that just <laughs> fucked my whole strategy. So I, uh, I sent out Colossal and uh, used Reflect and Stealth Rock and all that, and then he just fucking whooped me, dude. I'm like, this is some bullshit. So You know, with the pro players, all they do is like breed their Pokemon to be that good. Dude, I was in the beginner tier. <laughs> They start you. you they start you in the beginner tier, and you had to work your way up. That was my first battle, and I just got fucking destroyed. He had a Incineroar and all that shit, so I'm sure he's been playing the fucking shit out of uh, what's it called, Sun and Moon. And he has a pro team, and he's just I don't know. Yeah, he's ready for you. Yeah. So fuck, <laughs> fuck that. I don't have time. I don't have time to build a competitive Pokemon team by breeding and fucking egg moves and all that bullshit. Yeah. Well, you can breed Pokemon now. Yeah. You've been able to do that since Generation Two. So, wait, can you, can you just breed other Pokemon with other Pokemon? No, 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 they, um... <laughs> Keep yourself in check, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> well, you so, can like, get... You two, like, you two and Pikachu combo. Oh, that would be gross. You got weird uh, proby fingers. Let's, uh, actually, let's change gears back to EA play. We'll finish EA play, and then we'll start talking about Pokemon. But I'll get back to your question, Brian. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> So Apex is coming to Steam and Switch with full crossplay. They've also explained Lost Treasures, which is their uh, new event that's going to be arriving June 23rd. It will see the return of Armed and Dangerous, uh, evolved in a, a new limited time mode that allows snipers and shotguns. So I think that'll appeal to a lot of players. There's also going to be a new area called Crypto's Map Room, which is going to be giving the players a new look at what is motivating Crypto during this season. Sorry, I fell asleep. Are we talking about Sims 4 yet? Uh, not yet. Now we are. Because I can't. I don't even know what I was talking about during Apex. I'm just reading this off. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I don't play Apex at all. Yeah, I stopped playing a while ago. Actually, I was playing again just before Warzone came out. And I'm like, I, it just takes too fucking long to kill anybody. That's my... And, and all the guns run out of bullets and like like that. Yeah, that's that's my biggest gripe with it, and and I'm Bradley shaking his head right now. He's like, "Yeah, man." Yeah, he'd be debating you on this. Right I know, now. I know. So uh, he's probably gonna call you out. On he's this already as well. typing Discord right now. I'm calling <laughs> yeah. all his moves right now. He's like, "Get out of my head, buddy." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Anyways. So Sims Four is gonna be available. Is now available on Steam. So I haven't played Sims in a long time. What about you guys? Is that short for uh, Simpsons? Because that's the last one I played. I've never played Sims. It's basically you have a uh, just another life. I've seen I've seen it like I've seen definitely early renditions of it. I think maybe PS3 was the last one I I took a look at, and uh, the only I my reason for never getting involved is because I'm a piece of shit, <laughs> and if I could like take these four people in a home and just make them make them hate each other and start you know uh start a, a, a kind of um domicile where police show up every night because of noise and arguments that's what i would do because that's the life i know <laughs> so i would yeah I, it doesn't look like it has a very anarchy take on sims everything's very hey <laughs> did you cook the pie at 350 degrees <laughs> yes sarah like that's not my that's not me well, <laughs> apparently there's different ways you can play now. You can have kids. There's even like a vampire and magic expansion. So, uh, I think my I was first exposed to The Sims when, which Halo was it? I think it was Halo Three was out. 
That's what I was thinking you were going to say. Yeah. yeah, Halo 3, Halo 2, I can't remember. It was like the tail end of 2. I think it was 2, actually. But, uh, yeah, um, I went over to a friend's house and his sister was playing The Sims. And I'm like, that doesn't even look fun. Like, you know you know what I mean? Like, you, people just walk in and it's just like, do regular old shit. And then, oh, I'm going to change their clothes and the shower curtain comes up and they change I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? I want to play some Halo 2, goddammit. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Another life to live. Yeah, I like I like Brian's idea better. Yeah, dude. I, I wouldn't be surprised if you could do that nowadays, though. They've gone way out of the box with Sims, so. Well, if we can't, we come up with our own game, you guys. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we we come up with fucking new games every podcast, will. Yeah, we do. Brian's game we'll call Anarchy. Yeah. Sims Anarchy. Yeah. <laughs> Bitchin'. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, so rest of EA play there's it takes two don't know what that is lost and random don't know what that is rocket arena is that like rocket league but like pvp or something i don't know it's i think it's like a 3v3 shooter okay cool yeah so with ea play is that uh in connection to ea sports as well like is yeah. all their games yeah. moving to this so because i'm a big fan of ea sports well, I was going to say EA Sports doesn't really need a conference because we just know the next fucking year of all their fucking sports games is coming out. I only like golf. <laughs> That's the only one I play. <laughs> I find it very relaxing until I miss my shot, and then I swear. Like, a lot. Like, I get really mad. I don't swear at most video games, but when I miss my putt, people <laughs> above me know it. You made my jaw drop once you said golf. I just couldn't picture you playing it. Dude, I've been I've been dropping balls in golf since 2005, bud. <laughs> and I've gotten progressively worse every year. I don't know how that's possible, but I'm not good at golf. In real life or in, in games? I've never played in real life. In the games, uh, I used to be okay, but uh, I just bought the most recent one, and my neighbors know that I'm no good at it. <laughs> I can't oh, stand man. it. I guess the mechanics are getting more and more advanced. That's it. It's very lifelike, and I'm I'm not an athlete, so. My brother and I, Cody, went uh, to play golf one day in Burnaby, and we got on the course, and it was pretty busy. So I booked I booked a tee time like a week or something in, the, in advance, and it was so busy. They're they're like, you know, you need to tee off and you need to keep a fast pace or whatever, right? And we're like, uh, okay. Cody and I have like never played like a full eighteen holes of golf before, <laughs> so. I do my first shot. It's just utter shit. It's like 50 yards on like a fucking ground ball, basically. Uh, keep in mind, there is a full fucking audience, right, of people waiting to tee off. Um, and then I'm like, well, that's shit. Okay, whatever. And then I was the first one that went. And then uh, they paired us with two other people. They went. They had nice shots. And then Cody went. Basically, same shot as mine. Fucking 40 yards in the fucking rough, right? And barely out of the trees. And... We, we hit our second one, and it was a, an even worse shot, and, like, the guys that were with us were, like, oh, like, you could tell how frustrated they were. We're, like, fuck this. Fuck golf. Because everyone was, like, yelling at us, so, like, we need to keep moving and hurry the fuck up because other people need to tee off, right? And we're, like, fuck yeah. you. Uh, so, yeah, we got our money back for our rentals and stuff. Because uh, <laughs> uh, they basically, like, kicked us off the course at that point. They're, like, yeah, you're, you know, you're not good enough to fucking golf. So, yeah. I was upset. I that was uh that's some intense golfing yeah and then we're like well how does one get fucking better if you just get kicked off the course because you're not good enough he's like go to the driving range and go we're like fuck you you fucking arrogant white prick 
God, we were pissed off. Sorry, Rodney's <laughs> rage today. That is Man. what golf is, though. It's more of like the uh, the elitist sport. Yeah. Not to uh, segue, but you did say uh, ignorant white prick. Um, I, one thing I forgot to mention, I wasn't sure if we, we should talk about it or not, but um, The Last of Us score, um, I think Metascore, I think that's what it is, is high. It's like a 9.3 or something. But people are rating it independently, I guess, as like a 3. Like, people aren't digging this game. And a big part of the reason for it is this whole transgender controversy. One of the characters they assumed was uh, a trans person, and there was no there was no indication in the game whether or not she was. But people are just refusing to play it, or it's ruining their gameplay because they believe it is. That's so uh, stupid. It's Let's ridiculous, it. dude. It's ridiculous. And it turns out that character they're referring to is one of my favorite characters ever created in this universe. Wow. This yeah, there's a lot of hatred you. going on in the public chat forums about this game, and I'm digging it because these guys are idiots. Interesting. Uh, okay. Uh, two more things on EA Play, and then we'll go back to Pokemon. So, Star Wars Squadron. Z. I don't, I'm uh, kind of interested. I'm not uh, too sure. Like, I do like like this the the space combat. So this could be a game I'm, I might dig, but uh, I, I kind of hope it does does a beta. Yeah, um, you know what I would actually want is a fighter uh, a co op fighter pilot game. So like one person's flying the jet and one person's the tactical officer, and he's like locking on the missiles and firing the missiles and all that kind of shit. That'd that be, would be cool. That would be super cool. That's what I thought when I saw It's hard to like try to uh, like fly and shoot at the same yeah, time. Yeah, it's fucking impossible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when I saw this game, I thought of that. So hey, there's another goddamn game idea. It's gonna be called uh, Hot Roddy, Hot Roddy Pilot or something. Yeah. Hot I Roddy do... Pilot. <laughs> yeah. How do I how do I pre-order this? I mean, <laughs> become a Patreon. Um, all right. So next. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Madden, Madden 21 and FIFA 21 montages. Ugh. Ugh. You know, it's the same thing every year. Yeah, same thing every year. That's fine. Just different story. That's what it is now. Is it really a story? Is there a story mode now? I thought the oh, graphics yeah. just improved every year a little bit. That, but the FIFA started it uh, with a story. So you started with like a independent soccer, uh, soccer player that moved to like a uh, the novice league and then all the way to the pros. And then Madden, uh, there's basically starts you in high school all the way to college, and then like, uh, yeah. Like, what is the story? How does this work? Do you like for the FIFA one? Do you, did your parents like, oh, they got divorced, but instead of you know staying in America, he went to South America and moved to Brazil, and instead of getting involved in the drugs, he chose <laughs> soccer, and he became so good that he was beating other other Brazilians at soccer. That's the only way you can do a game. It's got to be just like Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift, but with soccer balls. <laughs> I think I just wrote a new game. It's called Brian's Soccer Story. Yeah, I don't even know what to say. EA Sports, get in the game. We gotta, we gotta make our own game company, and we'll call it the uh, the video games now. Uh, some, I don't know, figure it out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, good, good idea. What a goddamn yeah, good! St yeah. The actual story of FIFA is probably garbage compared to what Brian just laid out. I, you can have that for free, EA. I come up with this stuff every five seconds. You can have that story for free. <laughs> I've never played FIFA, so I don't know. I just watch the trailers. Yeah. 
NHL doesn't have a fucking story. It's literally been the same game since like NHL 10. It's. Yeah, I it, thought yeah. they were gonna add a story, dude. What do you? What do you do? Like, you know what, what they you should add? do? You know what you add to NHL? <laughs> when uh, when the Canucks lose, you have a full riot. That's a that's a. You have to beat the game to unlock the riot. <laughs> Um, I think the only way they could add a story is they could replace be a pro mode. It's because the way the you go into be a pro mode and you make your dude, and you you start at the um, entry draft essentially, and you get drafted to an NHL team. Well, what if you start like before being a semi pro? Like like it's your major midget like fa finale or something, and then you get drafted into the semi pro and you grow your character basically from scratch. <laughs> Right. I guess that could work, but like thinking about it now, that doesn't seem very enjoyable for at least hockey. Um, yeah. What pisses me off about be a pro is that your skating is shit for one. When you start out, like your skating is absolute trash. It's like, okay, you wouldn't be playing pro hockey if your skating was fucking trash. Like everyone's just fucking doing absolute circles <laughs> around you. <laughs> Um, wow, you can level up though, can't you? And you can, yeah. Like, I'm in my skills? third. Yeah, I'm in my third season with my be a pro character, and he's finally able to like skate faster than people. Like it's just fucking dumb. So, <laughs> so he's no longer a rookie. <laughs> you can no. just Canadianize it. Like, if you want a, a, a reasonable explanation for why a pro skater can't skate at the very beginning of the game, just make him play a scrimmage. But the boys went out drinking last night. He is Canadian. It will. It's it's legit. <laughs> center of balance is wrong so you know by the time you get through that first scrimmage of your hangover game you'll be pro <laughs> your, your, your player must be from the east coast yeah. well, I think all Canadians drink um, actually the f funny story about that real hockey they take uh, three, three sometimes four days off during Christmas break right so they can all go home and yeah. open gifts or whatever the fuck and uh Kevin Bieksa, who used to play for the Canucks, uh, was on Sportsnet like in one of the intermissions things, and and um, they're like, oh, uh, oh, the, it feels like the Canucks and whoever they're playing are kind of sluggish. She's like, well, yeah, they just went home for three days and drank a bunch of beer and shit, so they're they're out of shape. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. Yeah, he knows. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, okay, so that's it for EA Play. Thank God. Uh, well, no there's. They did give a look at the next Dragon Age Battlefield, Need for Speed, and what uh, those type of games are going to look at they were, uh, running on the PlayStation 5, Series X, and yeah, the they were kind of a tech tech demo-y type of thing. Yeah, I was hoping to actually see some Dragon Age. Uh, I, it's one of my favorite series, so a little yeah. disappointed. Yeah. Uh, Battlefield 6 can fuck mine, fuck, fuck right off. I couldn't find the, the right insult. They gotta go back to their basics. Every game seems to be getting worse. Oh, you know what else is bullshit? Is Warzone Rumble. I, have, I just have to sidebar that for a second. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck Warzone Rumble. Like, it is such is a piece... 50 v 50? Yeah, dude. It's li it's li it literally reminds me of Battlefield, where, like, you spawn in, and everyone's a sniper, and you can't fucking walk two fucking centimeters without getting sniped. If you're like, fuck right <laughs> off. It's so dumb. Um, I feel like they should at least open up the map for a 50 v 50. Not a small section of the map. Yeah. The whole map. Yeah. Not the whole map, but like a big, like all of downtown, like ground war size maps, not fucking, right? Fair I enough. just picture Fair 50 enough. people with a sniper and you're walking in a field just getting like lit up. 
And and the other thing is there's no shields. Like it's just like a regular de team deathmatch. So it's like not one shot dead. You would think you would use Warzone Rumble to try new new classes of guns or new builds of guns in a Warzone setting where everyone has full shields. Right? That's not what they did. That's not what they did. It's <laughs> I, just regular I fucking very damage. Rarely got to touch the ground in, uh, <laughs> in in Rumble. I was getting sniped out of the air, even with my hot drops. No parachute, still getting sniped. Because <laughs> the moment it forces you to open that parachute, eight sniper bullets just whiz through your upper body, and you're you now <laughs> talking to old relatives. You're oh. dead. You guys got to make a video on that. Like the worst, worst way to die in Rumble. I'd rather well, break my PlayStation, and eat it. <laughs> The worst, uh, the, another bad thing about uh, season four right now is uh, the challenges are so fucking dumb. Like, there's one, it's like get three point blank double kills with a shotgun. You know how fucking hard that is? It's easy if they bring back shipment. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I was but, it's, say shipment. but it's, it's war zone challenges. They're all, this, oh. These are only in Warzone. So you can do it in Warzone Rumble, so I've been trying to run around and get fucking point-blank double kills with a shotgun, but I can't barely fucking hit the ground and run 10 feet like Brian said, so... You know, <laughs> it's it's really fucking dumb. But anyways. What do you think they were thinking when, like, oh, let's introduce Rumble. This will be a great mode everyone's gonna love. Yeah. I don't know, it should just fucking I, go away. I don't like I don't it. think they really care what... I don't think they really think when it comes to this stuff. I'm like, alright, we need something different. Um... Uh, throw them at a hospital, uh, we'll call it Rumble, uh, 50 v 50, uh, give them 10 feet to fight it. Done. <laughs> I, I, f I feel like this is how it goes down at, uh, at Activision. So we, hey, we're getting such negative press from, like, everyone. They're saying, like, we're not keeping it fresh, but, like, 50 v 50. Make it happen. We're like, well, we can't, but just do it! And then it's just I like... I want it on my desk by tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And aliens, if they don't like it, we'll bring back extinction, hopefully. Yeah. That's hilarious, but I could actually see them doing that, because it doesn't seem like a lot of the stuff they think about putting in the game is literally just for the moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I even heard a rumor that they're going to introduce zombies into it. I heard that one, too. And then some guy comes in the background, hey, there's there's way more hackers. Just shut the fuck up. Go away. We don't want to hear about your goddamn hackers. Go away. <laughs> And they say they're doing something like with the hackers, but I still run into them. Yeah, Brian and I got killed by a couple of hackers the other day. Yeah, That's dude. It. Yeah, the guy was aimbotting so hard. Yeah. And then he saw we were watching and he turned it off. We're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he, did. he just started, like, missing on purpose, you could tell. But, like, he was aiming at the ground over hills. He was aiming at buildings. He wouldn't stop. Like... It was very obviously he could see an enemy there, and he was just waiting for them to peek. Yeah, but yeah, it was gross. Yeah, I, I I watched a video on how like the aimbot works because you know when you watch a player, you don't see what they're seeing on their screen because it looks different, right? But if you, one guy actually showed like the thing, and it literally shows like a red marker where that person is. So even if they're in a building, right, it'll lock onto him, and then he just has to wait till he's in a window or something. Yeah, it's gross. It's disgusting. Yeah, but anyways, back to. Battlefield, yeah. If Battlefield 6 comes out, I'm not even going to fucking touch it. I don't care how good it looks. Because, like, Battlefield 5 really pissed me off. You were so excited for Battlefield 5. Dude, and I then, know. like, the day after it came out, you called me and just fucking ripped into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was epically pissed at Battlefield 5. Just for, basically for the exact same reason as Rumble is... Uh, Snipers. Snipers. so mad. There's so many. <laughs> there's, there's 64 fucking people on the map, and, and like... 45 of them are snipers and it's like fuck man like 
How does anyone I, capture I, anything? I remember you got spawn trapped too. You oh, were yeah. so mad. You'd like load in, sniper shot, dead. Yeah. Load in, sniper shot, dead. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, for if you guys want to see my rant on Battlefield 5, I made a YouTube video about it like two years ago. So go watch that. Uh, all right, so Need for Speed, don't care, not into racing, but they they showed a Need for Speed tech demo as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, let's get disappointing on. overall. Okay, let's get back to what we were talking about before. Uh, Pokemon. Uh, Brian asked, "You can breed now." Uh, <coughs> a little late on that, but. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's but, not go there. Uh, but Brian, yeah, basically. In Generation Two, they introduced and like baby the baby forms of some Pokemon, so like Pichu and Igglybuff and shit like that. Yeah, and that plug-in guy, the plug-in fella, I remember him. Yeah. So uh, Elekid, yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah. So basically, you got to breed the two of adult versions to get the egg to get that version, right? So, but then they went. Yeah, to I, I remember doing it in Gold and Crystal. Yeah, yep, that, that yeah, was second that was, Gen Two. Yeah. Uh, but then they went a step further. Um, so when you breed Pokemon, they you can transfer their like some of their highest stats to the to the spawn, and if you do that like five times, the spawn will have like perfect stats. So that's when you want a competitive Pokemon team, you got to do that. And then you can also transfer moves. some moves that yeah. they can't normally learn by leveling up to the spawn as well. Okay. So you can basically build a fucking godly team that's just unbeatable because their stats yeah. are perfect and they have fucking just absolute bullshit moves. So the pros I used to have a do game shark for mine. But the amount of time it takes to actually... Because you can't just spit a spawn out and then just rare candy it and then spit another spawn out. Like, you have to actually battle and train it, level it up properly. Because um, the game actually has, like, counters in the game. So if you beat a Pokemon... Like, if you beat Squirtle, then you get a point for defense. And once you get four points for de defense, then, you know, when you level up your Pokemon and then it says your defense went up by one or two or whatever. Yeah. So every four points you get, that levels up your defense by one when you level up. So that's why you have to actually level it up properly. It's called EV, yeah. tra EV training, If for those who don't know. Do they still uh, have that, Brian, though? Uh, I don't remember if they do. Or, or, there's still the breeding aspect, but I don't think there's EV training. I think they might have switched up. I don't know. Yeah. Brian just mentioned something funny too, though. He's just mentioned the Game Shark. Do you guys remember that? Oh, dude. Uh. <laughs> oh, dude. Okay. Uh, we've talked about this before, but um, kids in the school year that would tell you a fucking blatant ass lie about a game, and then you'd spend hours trying to do it because you believed them. Yep. Missing no. Uh, yeah. Well, not the missing no glitch. The missing no glitch is actually real. It is. Yeah. But uh, the one that got me—I don't know why I fucking believe this kid. I was the most gullible fucking. Like Please 10 year old. Don't say ever. it was the Mew under the truck. No, no, it wasn't the Mew under the truck. It was in Generation 3. Okay. So yeah. if you moved your game cartridge slightly in the in the Game Boy Advance SP, it would make this like sound. Like like I can't even make a sound. It's not like a fucking raptor. Um Okay, why can't I turn this fucking music down that's too loud? Let's just skip it. There we go. Uh Okay, so anyways, uh, the... So yeah, when you move the cartridge, it, like, freezes the game. Like, completely freezes the game. And then, uh... Makes this, like, really odd, like, mechanical sound. And it just loops. The sound loops. And my... When that happened to me, my friend's like, Oh my god! That's, like... If you do this special thing, yada yada, you can fight, like, Mewtwo GX. And he said it looked like the Mewtwo from the first movie with the armor on. I'm like, that's fucking badass. 
So every time that happened, I'd be like trying to fuck around to try to make this fucking thing happen, which is total bullshit, right? Yeah. I was so upset because I wanted a Mewtwo GX. <laughs> so that's yeah. how Pokemon was back in the day, though. There was always these little rumors, like, uh, but the Game Shark did give you a few things that it actually you could do. Do you guys remember surfing Pikachu? Yep. Yep. Cody uh, put a Game Shark in, started the game. First Pokemon he encounters, level 100, Shiny Rayquaza. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> what the hell did he put in? Like, because I remember you could put in multiple codes. So I remember, like, with gold, uh, I had, like, this perfect one that I could, like, capture other po uh, trainers' Pokemon. So I didn't even have to, like, I'd go into the first gym. I'm like, well, I don't want him. I'll just knock him out. Oh, I want this one. Throw the Pokeball. And it's like, you beat the battle. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> While I'm stealing the other, like the fucking gym leader's Pokemon, I'm like, yeah. ah, we're good. I used to just duplicate Master Balls and chuck them at everything I saw. Uh, <laughs> that got old really fast, though, the Master Ball. Like, I don't even use the Master Ball. Well, you, you had, had to choose, though. Like, uh, when I played Omega Ruby and completed the National decks, like, I had to catch, like, 30-plus fucking legendary Pokemon, so I really had to figure out which which one to use the master ball on because you only got one yeah i think i used it on Rayquaza. no i used it on it wouldn't get caught for me no matter what i did i used like 60 freaking ultra balls i caught mine in and... five five timer balls oh you bastard <laughs> it's it's a fucking math man like i saw the actual equation required for catching pokemon it's fucked it's like so fucking advanced um, cause they factor in, like, the st the, uh, the status effects, they factor in the type of Pokeball you're using, they factor in the catch rate of each Pokemon, and yeah, it's fucking insane. Uh, so once- I caught a Entei with a Dust Ball. Nice. I think <laughs> I used my Master Ball on one of those ones that run away from you, so it was like Latios or Latios or something, I just, I was like, fuck you, I'm not fucking wasting my time with you. Yeah, I could see that. Because you have to chase them, too, because if they run away, it was just like the dogs, right? Yeah, exactly. So you had, like, a couple moves to make something happen or put them to sleep. Mm -hmm. Putting them to sleep or what was the other one? Um, like, scary face or something? Or something that wouldn't they uh, would trap them. I can't remember what it was. You can use Wobbuffet, whose ability blocks them. But uh, then you got to actually have a strong Wobbuffet because then they just one-shot him. Um... You can use uh, Trapinch, his ability is Arena Trap, so that prevents them from running. But yeah, I think, uh, oh, blo uh, Block, What's it? there's one more move, that, that the one that Brian's talking about. I think it is Scary Face. Oh. Or it maybe it was like terrified. a spider web. It gave a spider web effect, is like the Pokemon is now trapped. I can't remember. It's been so it's so it's yeah. such a long time. Well, what I did, um, I was like the fucking god of catching legendaries, so I used a shift tree that knew false swipe, so I got it down to 1 HP. Um, I put it to sleep. Sleep is the best multiplier for status effects. It's three times. That's the only one that's three times. Everything else is two. Mm -hmm. um, okay. And then I used um, Ultra Balls because they're times two. Everything else is like one or one and a half. Uh, Ultra Balls are times two uh, in terms of capturing. Uh, or timer balls. Actually, if you're in 40 rounds in, the timer ball is four times. So every... every that's, a, that's a long battle. That's a long battle. That's like <laughs> last resort type of shit. Um, so if they're asleep, has one HP, and you're using ultra balls, like, you're looking pretty good. On the when legendary. you catch these Pokemon, even, like, even after, 
Um, did they always obey you? I remember that was an issue in yes when I was game when I was game sharking, fucking <laughs> Pikachu's and all these rare Pokemon. Um, they wouldn't obey me when I got them, and I'm like, I went to all this trouble to steal you, and now you won't listen to me. What the hell is this? Because they had that stupid level thing in effect. It wasn't even like I remember even when I didn't cheat. Oh, yeah, I that's raised right. my Pokemon too high, and I got to like the just before the first gym, and he was like level 20 already because I grinded the fuck, and he's like 75% of the chance he wouldn't even listen to me. Well, yeah, you need yeah, to get like, badges. Oh, I don't wanna. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you need badges to level up. Uh, yeah, that's that was dumb. Well, one thing, let's, uh, moving into Sword and Shield now, one thing I did like about Sword and Shield is you can go into the wild area. And you can catch Pokemon of up to level 60, but or sorry, uh, you would find Pokemon up to level 60, but depending on how many badges you had, you wouldn't be able to catch them until you had a certain amount of badges. So, like, you had to tread kind of carefully through the wild area, or else you'd encounter level 50 Steelix and get totally fucking butt-raped. I actually encountered that, and I was like, oh, I think I should be okay. Oh, no. Oh, Steelix. I uh, ran into a level 80 Waylord yesterday. I'm like, oh my god, everything's level 60 for me. I'm like, I'm going to get stomped, but I, I did okay. I actually tried to catch it, but it just didn't work out. He fainted. I was like, fuck's sakes, I want a goddamn level 80 Waylord. <laughs> I just picture, like, the. have you ever seen that chart of, like, where they uh, like they put a st uh, st statistical uh, size of, like, a normal human being to, like, some of the biggest Pokemon? Yeah. And how big fucking Waylord is? Dude. I saw Waylord so fucking far away. Like, uh, like, um, normally the game waits for you to be like maybe 20 feet away before it actually spawns the Pokemon in just to save memory. But like, you could see Waylord for a fucking full mile. You're like, whoa. <laughs> and it took forever to like get out to him. And I'm like surfing on my bike or whatever. I'm just like pedaling my way. It took me forever to get to him. And I'm like, and then once I got to him, like he took up my whole screen. I'm like, oh my God, he's massive. Um,. Anyway, oh, so uh, I played through the uh, expansion DLC for Island of Armor on Sword and Shield. So uh, first thing I noticed was that it, uh, uh, it it was hard to find. It wasn't very obvious where to go. They're like, you buy the pass and then you open Pokemon Sword and Shield. It's like, you have the armor pass now. And that's all it says. I'm like, okay. So I kind of fucked around, and then I finally found the guy that's like, oh, uh, train leaving for our Island of Armor. I'm like, okay, cool. Anyway, so I get there. Uh, lots of Pokemon that I haven't seen before. And then there's this guy that has uh, there's a Diglett blocking your path, like a Diglett from Alola. It's got the three hairs on top or whatever. Okay. Um, yeah, so you, like, interact with that. And then some guy's like, oh, hey, you found my Diglett. And he's like, yeah, he looks weird because he's from Alola. I liked them so much that I caught 150 of them, but they all went missing. So can you find them for me? I'm like, what the fuck? So you gotta so on throughout the island of armor is 150 diglets burrowed, and you gotta find like the little three hairs sticking up out of the ground. So that, that shouldn't be too hard. It's kind of fun. You know I've often I've often thought about, and I've put way too much thought into this dumb question I've created. What is the connective ad adhesive? That connects each boulder to boulder on an onyx. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. unless there's an actual skeleton in there, I'm uh, confused. Well, what if... So, yeah, there's a skeleton in there and the vertebrae are the rocks, but they can spin 100 and, or 360 degrees independently. Man. That makes that's... no fucking sense. You're just like, my brain's trying to calculate this now. And so it's these like, are the, oh. they're like literally paralyzed. <laughs> because if you can dislocate and spin them, that that would 
paralyze anyone else. No, man. They're well, paralyzed rockworms. Well, look, uh, owls can spin their heads at 360 degrees. But that would mean... Yeah, but they have to go back around. They just can't keep going like the exorcist. <laughs> like, that would mean... That would mean that each boulder is its own organism working together as one organism. But it still doesn't explain why they're connected because <laughs> if it can spin, that means there's no connective tissue in the middle. You know what I mean? Where the bowl yeah. inside the boulder, yeah. touching boulder area. The uh, Pokemon, I need, I need answers quickly. I'm more interested in how a fucking Pokeball works, to be honest. It's obviously, um, it's either two things. It's either slavery, or as soon as they get there, it's like a spa. Like, inside of Pokeball is like a spa for Pokemon. And they're like, hey, you know, get our mud masks on, chill in a hot tub, unless you're a rock Pokemon. And what you're, you know, it's a giant mud pit with rocks and stuff for you to swim around in. I don't know, man. They always seem kind of happy when they come out. Like, if yeah, I was, like, it, 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 you know, if I was stuck in a Pokeball that was, like, my dream world and then the trainer's like hey come out and fight i'd be like get the, get the fuck out. no fuck you what if it's just a what if it's just a bunch of machines inside of it that just sits there and jerks your pokemon off all day <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is that's that we nailed it that's what it is because they come out always ready to fight and the reason they're ready to fight is because we just interrupted something important yeah, they want to get back to it <laughs> yeah they want to get back to it. they got to finish this shit up they got to kill this squirtle before they can get back to squirting squirtles. Oh, jeez. Okay. Oh. Anyway, so these diglets. Um, what's a diglet look like underneath that mound? Anyways, whatever. Uh, so f uh, basically every <laughs> every milestone. <laughs> every milestone. The the body. I've seen so many of those. And those are good. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so uh, there's certain milestones of finding a certain amount of diglet, and then you get. Uh, a Pokemon from Alola. So the, for five diglets, you get an Alolan Meowth. For ten, you get a Alolan, or a, yeah, Alolan Slowpoke. All that kind of. Sh so yeah, it goes all the way down. Uh, and then when you get a hundred, I haven't gotten a hundred yet. I found s s eighty-five or something now. Um, but once you get to a hundred, you get to choose the. Uh, sorry, you don't get to choose. You get a starter from. Alola, and it's based off your the starter. That that shit pisses me off. Why is it at? Why is it just giving me a Pokemon based off a fucking choice I made at the beginning of the game? Fuck that! I want to choose the one I want. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, yeah, I'm with you there because I, I don't want Poplio. I don't want fucking Poplio either, but I get him. I want Litten, man. How do you feel about Ash? Ash didn't even get a choice. He's like, uh, we have four. We have four choices. Uh, one you can't have. Oh, this one's gone too. Sucks you slept in. Oh, can't get this one. Guess you're getting the one I was not sure about. That probably won't listen. I like that how also I like how Professor uh, Professor Oak like literally made him open all three empty Pokeballs too. Like what a dick. <laughs> it didn't even stop like he's him. teaching him a lesson. <laughs> Timeliness. This is what happens. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Ash is like my second choice. Nothing. <laughs> what made no sense though? Why was there empty Pokeballs? That is the fucking Pokemon Pokeball. Like, it should have gone with the trainer. That made no sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. I didn't even think about that. That's a good point. A lot of plot holes in that first episode. Yeah. A lot of plot holes in the whole fucking show. But, uh, anyways, okay. Back to the Island of Armor. Okay, so the... F I don't know if I'm done it yet. 
I've explored all the areas. Okay, first of all, the fucking dojo is total balls. It's just fucking wasting my time. So first, you, you, you come out of the train station, and then you fight this lady that's like, oh, I'm with the dojo. And you're like, cool. She's like, I'm bringing back the... I'm supposed to bring back the pupil whose first day it is, and she assumes it's you, but it's not you. The guy who got who it's actually supposed to be he got scared and went and took the train back to... <laughs> Uh, whatever the place is called. Uh, I can't even remember what the region's called. Galeo? I'm gonna look it up, because I forget. Galar. Galar. But, uh, yeah, so you fucking wipe the floor with her, and then you go to the dojo, and she basically hates you because you wipe the floor with her, and then the first task you have to do is, f is catch three really fast slowpoke and make them faint. I'm like, alright. Easy peasy. Uh, and then the second one, it's like, oh, go find max mushrooms, and you go and find those, and then that's it. And then they're like, hey, you did really well, you did better than everybody else. I'm like, really? Is everyone else a complete fucking idiot that they can't fucking catch three slowpokes and a fucking find some fucking mushrooms? Like, oh, uh, it just was irritating. And then you have to fight the same bitch again, and you just completely wipe the floor with her, even though she cheated. Like, you start the match, and she goes, oh, what happened? The field's, like, soaked with toxic spikes. I'm like, oh, you're just using my strategy against me, you fucking bitch. Okay, well, you're dead. Um, yeah, so then you get, uh, Kung Fu, and you gotta train him. That's where I am. I spent more time exploring the Island of Armor than I did doing the actual quest, because they were fucking dumb. Do you think it was worth the money? Um, I honestly think that, uh, the next DLC is gonna be worth the money. I bought the bundle, so... Yeah. It was like 30-some bucks. Um, I don't... Th it, they added a bunch of new Pokemon, so there's a lot more Pokemon to catch. Oh, no, I, I was actually talking just before the podcast started. I was wandering around, and I found a wild Alakazam, and I basically shit my pants. I was like, the fuck? You can never find wild Alakazam anywhere. And no. I, I actually found a, a wild Rhyperior as well, and I was like, what the motherfucker? So. Even Abra used to piss me off. Like, as soon as the uh, the the battle starts, Abra teleports. Yeah, I, I've i encountered a couple of him, and yeah, he pissed me off. <laughs> Everything in this, in this uh, DLC is level 60, so that's nice. I like that once you beat the game, like, basically everything in the wild area is level 60, so you can actually build a dynamic team if you want, like a new team. You don't have to, like, catch something really young and then and raise train it. it. Yeah. That's pretty good. So that's nice. Uh... There's two towers in the hour of, uh, in the island of armor, but I'm not allowed to go in them yet. They're like, you can't climb this tower yet. Leave this place. Like, Probably part of the story. Yeah, I'm like, I'm the fucking champion, bitch. Move aside. <laughs> they don't know you're the champion, obviously. Even though I completely decimated that dojo and made it look like my bitch. And then fought a waylord and, and beat it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's so many items on the ground, it's fucking gross. Like, everywhere you go, like, every little island will have, like, 12 items on it. Like, hidden items and, uh, visible items. You're like, oh my god. Like, I cannot carry any more Galarian branches. Like, just stop it. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's what I think of that. Uh, that place. <laughs> um, it's okay. I, I, yeah, not the best money I've spent. But, uh, Yeah. Well, You're holding hopes for the part two. I'm eh? kind of yeah. I'm kind of hoping the part two will work out. So, I'll okay. get to it shortly. Yeah. Uh, okay. So let's go to Pokemon Snap now. Only been waiting for this for about twenty years. Yep. 
And we've talked about this many times on the podcast. Um, a new Pokemon, like, what, where the fuck's Pokemon Snap 2? Like, everyone's want, everyone wants this. Why, why is it not a thing? Was the, was the last one come out in Nintendo 64, wasn't it? Yeah. Nintendo yes. 1999, I think. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Uh, okay, if you enjoyed the p photographing Pokemon years ago on the Nintendo 64, uh, here's some news you may love. Uh, Pokemon Snap is coming to the Nintendo Switch. Pokemon Company unveiled a new game titled New Pokemon Snap, which is based on the original 1999 game, which brings players to new habitats with goals of shooting the best photos they can of a wide range of Pokemon. And actually, the trainer in the cart looks less stupid than... Uh, what was his stupid fucking name? I know his last name was Snap, and I'm like, who... No. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, I remember they had one episode of Pokemon about him. Yeah. But, anyways. Uh, exploring Unnoon... Unnoon... Brian, you got me... You got me going on the East Coast talk. Uh, right. Exploring unknown islands with everything from tropical beaches to lush jungles, you'll be shooting photos to build up your Pokedex while helping to discover new, never-before-seen Pokemon expressions and behaviors. Uh, okay, so obviously we're in Generation 8, so there's going to be a lot more Pokemon to, to snap. Uh, I wonder if they're going to put every single Pokemon in the game. They could, uh, and have it done by like environmental and stuff like that. That's what made the first game so good as well. You had to kind of decide where to throw things. Like, yeah. was this an apple spot or a rock? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and what I liked about the new game is every level had re replayability because you couldn't ever do the more than one route and there's multiple routes on every level right yeah so yeah this game could be huge actually now that i think about it if there's a thousand pokemon and there and you know maybe there's 20 stages right so you can, there's a hundred pokemon for every level mm -hmm. i i want a big game i want yeah. something like this where i get like have to replay different levels <coughs> excuse me uh, that's this is what I want in a Pokemon Snap is just to go anywhere I want. Speaking of uh, what we want in Pokemon Snap, uh, I asked the uh, video games now community what they want in Pokemon Snap. Uh, David Stern said Pokemon would be nice. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought you'd be laughing harder at that than than, than how you did. No, it's just sarcasm. I, I didn't really know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I told him that's the DLC for Pokemon Snap. <laughs> okay, is, that one is, you got me. Is the Pokemon? <laughs> um, We're just gonna be uh, photographing like the the wild. We'll get some great pictures of some flowers, some uh, beautiful yep. crystal blue water. Yeah. Uh, Luke says uh, he hasn't played any of the snaps yet, but he just finished Sword and he's starting on Pikachu. Uh, Let's go Pikachu. He's a bit late on the bandwagon. Yes, you are, indeed, Luke. Yeah. Well, at least uh, there's only one snap, so. You've only missed one. <laughs> Let me take you back in time for when, when Snap came out, and I had a Nintendo 64. Um, that game was not on my radar. Do you want to know why? Pokemon Stadium was out, and that game was fun as hell. Shit, you're right. I had no interest in Pokemon Snap. They're like, you can play this game, take pictures of them. I'm like, I want to battle these guys, dude. <laughs> that was my. That was the reason why I didn't think about whether or not they were going to make any more or what they could do but i'm thinking about it now it probably syncs up very well to the technology we have and they could do a lot more with it obviously yeah so i think i i think it's going to be good uh but pokemon stadium give us a give us one of those what made pokemon stadium good because i'm just thinking about it um was it the fact that we had pokemon on a mainstream console 
Well, we had pre-existing knowledge of like the first 150 to 250 Pokemon at the time. And we were like, oh, that's a water type. So you didn't even have to play the game and you are already good because you knew uh, strengths and weaknesses. And then when you came in, you just, you just, you rocked it. You rocked it. And the graphics for, at the time, were amazing. That's true. And I think it was like, it's one of the first multiplayer games, like one of the first great ones. I I think for me, what the thing I played the most was the mini games. I did love the mini games. You're right; they were great. Yeah. Uh, that's another podcast. We'll talk about uh, the uh, anatomy of Pokemon and uh, Pokemon Stadium. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry to segue, but um, that's the only like the only memories I have of Pokemon Snap were like my buddy had it, but he never played it because he had Pokemon Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, when Snap so- came out, wasn't there also the Snap launched or something with the same, uh, the yellow N64 for Pikachu? Yeah, and they had a piece of technology you needed to buy separate, I think, to yeah. enhance the gameplay. Uh, well, it was to send your Pokemon from your actual cartridge, like your Game Boy cartridge, into the game so you could battle with them. Oh, I see, I see, yes. Yeah. Uh, okay, going back to Snap, I'm uh, on our Discord now. Questions for the podcast. Uh, Thomas Noseworthy says he would like free roam. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I don't think we should cool. have to be in the cart the whole game. It would be kind of cool if we could walk around. I think if the cart took you to areas, you know, like you yeah. would, if you you're like, okay, I think I got everything I can from this uh, from this can- from this area, and then you jump in the cart and it takes you to the next area, and maybe you got to make things happen between the first area and the second area in the cart in order to trigger where events. you could have like some rare, yeah. But I think it would be cool if we could just walk around in like a forest or something like that, and depending on like if you threw a rock at a flower or something, a gloom could show up or a vile plume, yeah. you know. Okay, actually, I can't quite remember. In the first one, did you have a, a finite amount of uh, stills you could take? Like, cause that was back in the day when you yeah there was, there was a, a max amount of uh, pictures you could keep. Okay, or I was, just, I, just show oak at the end. Okay, was it a hundred? I thought it was nine or so, or twelve or something like that. You could only show him twelve pictures, and they had to be like your top, and then he'd oh, uh, yeah, rate yeah. them. No, I mean, I mean, in terms of when you're in the cart, could you only take like a hundred photos? Like, cause you only had a certain I amount thought- of film or something. That's what I, I think thought, so. yeah. And you only had, like, a certain amount of, like, apples, but you had infinite rocks or something. No, you had infinite apples, but it was the smoke ball, I think, is... I don't know. But I was I was thinking in the new one, now that everything's digital, do you, can you just snap infinite photos? Or I guess you could run out of space on the card and stuff. Hit up Professor Oak's DMs, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. we just need a Rotom Dex. Yeah. <laughs> Take a picture of that. <laughs> no, I, I think they're just going to make it like, unlimited photos. It just would make sense. Especially if there's a thousand fucking Pokemon in the game. Yeah, these levels have to be a lot bigger than before, too, just to incorporate them. Yeah. Mo- Emotional Support Man on our Discord says that he honestly wants the new Pokemon Snap to be like the old one. Oh, just- I don't know if that would sell anymore. Yeah. Our generation, yeah, we'd still pick it up because it's nostalgia. But the younger generation that are just getting into Pokemon nowadays, I don't think I you can, can find anyone would... to a cart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Especially not for the price of games. We're at like eighty dollars right now. Oh, and you know this yeah. is going to be fucking eighty dollars. Yeah, <laughs> this isn't going to be a forty dollar game. So, I hope. Yeah. I hope that. Um, see, I really wish this was on the Wii U. 
only because of the the Wii U gamepad and how it worked. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. That would be perfect for taking pictures and stuff like that. Plus, you'd have your HUD right there beside you, so you could just click it. Well, yeah, because you'd have the front cart, like the cart, what's in front of your cart on the TV, and then your Wii U gamepad would be the camera. Yeah. I think that you could do something similar to that with the Switch, because it does have gyro controls. And everyone hates gyro, though, so I don't even know if anyone would fucking use it. I don't know if that would work, though, because to play it on an actual TV, it has to be docked, right? So you wouldn't have the... I I think this is a game where you would play handheld, to be honest. Oh, I do, too, but I'm just saying, like, it's too bad, like, to play on the TV, it has to have docked. Or, because yeah. if, if it could play, like, the Wii U, it would be... It would have way better features. Actually, uh, actually, that'd be stupid. I was just thinking because you can take the Joy Cons off when it's docked and put it on that like mini control, like handheld controller thing, and then that has yeah. gyro, doesn't it? Yeah, but I think where they screwed up with designing the Switch is the dock. It should have been able to have some sort of Bluetooth technology that you would have been able to put your screen on the TV while still having the the handheld. Yeah, I I. I get where they came from with the design. Like, it, it, you know, you got you basically got a console on the go, right? So, oh, I do too. I just think with the dock being like some sort of Bluetooth enabled, they would have way better features for what they could do with games. Yeah, and you know what? I really like the Wii U. I don't know what it, I don't care what anyone says. I actually really enjoyed how the Wii U was designed. It just kind of made made gaming a bit more fun. I liked it as well. The biggest problem with the Wii U was games. Yeah, it well, didn't have anything and marketing because no one had one. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, so that's everything we know about Pokemon Snap. They didn't really say much. They just showed off some gameplay, so we'll uh, we'll throw that on our website, uh, the uh, actual trailer for it. So you guys can head over there, videogamesnow.ca, to check it out. And uh, yeah, uh, okay. If, uh, I think that's it for the podcast today. If I actually if we go for another twenty seconds, then uh, the podcast is too big to upload. So, you know. <laughs> uh, all right. So we'll sign off here. We'll. Uh, Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Black for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.